0: Service your existing car with us right now
1: and it's worth £500 off your next car.
0: Yes, at Macklin Motors Toyota, we'll give you a £500 voucher off any of our brand new Toyotas when you book in for a service with our expert Toyota-trained technicians.
1: We even have complimentary courtesy cars available, so book your service now and get £500 off any new Toyota.
0: Visit macklinmotors.co.uk or see us at Kennishead Road, Darnley.
1: Macklin Motors, the new name for Toyota sales and servicing in Glasgow.
0: Valid on services till 30th September. Excludes Motability and Fleet customers. One £500 pound voucher per vehicle purchased by 31st December.
1: The Go Radio Football Show with MacklinMotors.com, representing some of the biggest motoring manufacturers across Scotland. Let's go! go.
2: So Celtic are in Austria. Rangers are in Portugal. Simon Donnelly and yours truly are in the sunny garbles. Yep. It's looking great out there isn't it?
3: Yeah the sun is shining. I had my uh, football camp today with the kids so it's great to have the sun out. We had a wee bit of rain yesterday Rob so nice to see the sun back out today.
2: Do you come out with the flip-flops briefly for the for the football training? I was in,
3: yeah, I was in full coaching mode today with the trainers on so flip-flops just came in afterwards. You're so professional.
2: (laughs) It's good to have you with us on the the football show. We will be casting our eye over the transfer market, looking at uh, the various dealings here, there and uh, wherever. So Celtic in Austria, uh, they play Lina uh, Wiener-Victoria, that's their first game, then Rapid Vienna, a team we know a little bit better, that will be number two. Rangers (laughs) have pretty much just got... To uh, Portugal ahead of their pre-season preparations, and much of the transfer business so far has been really keeping uh, players who were already there for both clubs. So you would imagine uh, quite a few big stories uh, still to explode on us. Simon,
3: yeah, I think from Celtic's point of view, obviously Carter, Vickers, and Jota were the two that you know every Celtic fan would have been looking forward to getting tidied up, and they they have uh, done so. So from their point of view yeah who are they going to bring in they've brought the the left back in is there going to be more coming in I believe there will be Uh, Rangers you know they've held on to extended contracts with the likes of McGregor and Davis are they going to hold on to the likes of Aribo and people like that and I think Geo will bring a a few in as well so I think over the next two weeks or so I think there will be a, a hell of a bit of movement from both teams
2: that left back you mentioned of course Alexandro Bernabe Bernabe I was waiting um, on you pronouncing it first <laughs> yeah well we actually had a, a, an Argentine uh, journalist on um, last week uh, who, to who actually it. gave us the definitive Bernabe. Uh, pronunciation Bernabe is, uh, is the name and uh, it's going to be interesting to see uh, that battle for that position because uh, Greg Taylor certainly never lets anybody down um, what we're going to be doing in the course of the show we're going to be speaking in terms of Celtic maybe we'll having a look at who could break through who might uh, be waiting in the wings to do a Tony Ralston who a year ago we weren't really expecting him to have the sort of season he had so so maybe there's uh, somebody in a similar vein who <coughs> might be ready to pounce on the first team uh, scene um, and we're going to get we'll get you Simon to uh, in the next hour to pick uh, a Celtic team that you think just based on uh, the players in the squad at the moment yeah. what, how they might start the season i was just having a look at uh, for reference the the celtic team that finished the season that was go. Co- it was of course 6-0 against motherwell on the on the final day before the trophy presentation it was joe harton goals tony ralston cameron carter vickers carl Starfeld, and greg taylor uh, Tom Rogic Callum McGregor David Turnbull was the midfield three uh, Jota and Maida either side of Kyoko Furuhashi that was the that was the team that uh, finished the season is it going to be much different for you uh, for to start the m- new campaign just
3: looking at that I was quickly scribbling that team down uh, obviously the, the Rogic is no longer there uh, the front three look very strong Jakimakis is obviously going to have a say in that but uh, a bad as going to ever seeing that front three, James Forrest. You know, after a good pre-season, I think mm. he did not have his troubles to seek last year with injuries. I think he has still got a lot to offer, that front line. Looking at the back four, Juranovic will probably uh, be... and I would say he would probably be the, the first right back. You know, there's been speculation about him moving on. I would hate that to be the case, you know, he's just... Mm settled in his first season at Celtic and a fantastic player and then you've got on the left side Bernabeu it's it's one of those ones with Taylor I think yeah, it's not cover but it's competition mm-hmm. for that position uh, and I think that's where I think the manager will be looking to to bring competition in every position mm. I think they probably look I've scribbled down Carter Vickers and Starfield as the centre back pairing but you know, Julian was almost out the door there last week. I think he'll probably move on, which would suggest uh, another centre back as well. Mm. Yeah, oh, you would they're... think
2: you would think <clears> that's required. So I don't,
3: I don't think to answer your question. I don't think that starting eleven will be a million miles away. No. Uh, I think there's obviously somebody to come in there in the middle of the park. Uh, again, I think they'll sign another midfielder. I think there might be some new blood in there as well. So
2: it'll be interesting to see over the next two weeks. David Turnbull feels a bit like a new signing for Celtic because he missed so much of of last campaign. Similar
3: maybe to Forrest, you know. Yeah. uh, Yeah. I think it was the final that he done his Mm. hamstring against uh, Hibs. And has shown, you know, in his his short time at Celtic, assists, goals, his numbers are good. Mm. Uh, Great finisher round about the box, clever player round about the box. Type of midfielder you want to get in and around those areas, uh, capable of scoring a goal. So, I think that'll be, you know, for Angela a a welcome addition back. Him and Forrest, Mm. it'll be interesting to see Forrest this year. He's got Uh big competition there in those wide areas. He's been a a major player for Celtic over a number of seasons. Uh, Fantastic servant to the club. But I think he's still got stuff in the tank there. I think he's a a fit boy and I think he will, the experience as well, Uh, I think he's still got stuff to add.
2: Yeah, I mean, there's a fair bit of mileage there. He signed he's signed an extended deal, hasn't yeah. he, James Forrest, as well? And, good one and, to have and, about,
3: Rob. I think guys like that, I mean, we've seen Scott Brown leaving uh, last year, McGregor taking over the captaincy. These guys, Tierney moved on. These guys came through at a really successful period almost together. You know, they were the kind of core mm. of that Celtic team. So I think he's a good one to still have about. But I don't think it's just a case of keeping him on for that reason alone. No, I think he can offer... You know, for Celtic and maybe even Scotland. You know, he was a big player for Scotland
2: uh-huh. a, a wee while back. You'd, hap- you'd happily have him back, wouldn't 100%? you? 100 Competing on the Scotland oh, scene again. Uh, he was like a, a talisman trick, at times. He the hat
3: trick at one point. Yeah. And I think the only thing that's kept held him back recently is just, again, the obvious injuries. He needs to get himself clear of them uh, and get a run in the team again. And I think he's still got a lot to offer.
2: I mean, it's a lovely thing to think that you're going to finish your career... Um, with the, the club you've been with all the way through yeah. but but he's not going to do that out of, he's not going to re-sign for Celtic out of sentiment is he he no. wants to be playing he he doesn't want to be on the periphery of it f- for... I don't think
3: Andrew would want that either No, you know what I'm saying he's a good one to have around but you have to have more than just that to, to offer and I think he does still have that but he'll have his work cut out because Maeda came in had a fantastic six months Jota very good first season a bad unbelievable numbers from him in terms of Mm. goals for for his age as well 14, 15 goals maybe so there's guys there that can play that that position but James brings in experience they're back in the Champions League that's priceless as well Uh, it's just getting himself to peak fitness and Mm. I'm sure he will be a valuable addition you know him and Turnbull it will be like a couple of new players because they didn't feature that much last year
2: and Turnbull's played a little bit of Scotland football as yep. well uh in the last few weeks. Um so he, he's a developing talent and he and he as you say just needs needs a bit of game time. He'll get a full, hopefully full pre season crack at it <coughs> this time and, and and he does something different. You know, he's he's not gonna maybe run away from people no. but, but, but he's he like, got real ability on the ball.
3: He likes to uh he likes to take the gamble with the, the, the important pass mm-hmm. the, in the final third. That's what I like about him. He likes to go and probe and, and try and open things up you know, rather than the safe pass. And he's got a great finish on him as well. You know, if he can create a, a half yard for himself around about the edge of the box, we've seen it a few times, you know, he can he can find the back of the net with it. So, yeah, it's, it, it, at this time of season, it is important to get a good pre-season under your belt. I mean, I, I read somewhere in my head looking for a, a good pre-season. <laughs> I mean, it's I know. It'll be unbelievable what he yeah. can produce. The yeah. fitness that he had last season and he reckons that... Yeah. He wasn't quite fully fit. So I know, I know. it'll be interesting to see this season after a full pre-season.
2: Can you imagine that firing on all cylinders? <laughs> Duracell. Duracell know, battery.
3: Just, uh, yeah, as I say, I had a little chuckle because he didn't show any signs of uh, lack of fitness last season. So if he can get stronger, you know, it's, it's only good for Celtic.
2: I'm just looking at the headline here. Donnelly joins Kilmarnock. Is there something uh, you, want, you want to tell us? No relation. No, no relation. It's, uh, Liam Donnelly. Yeah. Um, having left Motherwell, uh, the same for Kilmarnock. Um, I have to say, I'm a little bit surprised Motherwell have let him go. He's a Northern Ireland international. He's got a fantastic strike. He's really he's a technically very good player, isn't he? I'm, you know, I think it's a great signing for Kilmarnock. I'm I'm a bit surprised Motherwell have let him go. Yeah, but
3: listen, we spoke a few weeks ago about Derek McInnes and, and Kilmarnock coming in. That just shows, you know, their their intentions. You know, to go in and and manage to poach somebody off a will be a kind of rival team I would imagine next mm. year uh, so that's it's a real feather in the cap for Kilmarnock to, to get Liam Donnelly uh, because they as we said earlier they'll, they'll be looking to, to to try and get into that top six which will upset you know a few teams that maybe have their eye on that as mm. well so yeah. interesting times I'm,
2: I'm looking at 13 goals in 71 games <clears throat> for Motherwell I mean he'd won particularly good season I seem to remember it took uh-huh. a lot of free kicks set pieces um, I mean, that's a terrific strike rate for a midfielder. And it's uh, Derek McInnes' fifth summer signing uh, for Kilmarnock. Uh, I, I mean, I think Zach Hemming is an amazing re signing for them. He's a goalkeeper that I, every time I've seen him, I've been really impressed with his command, his handling. They'll be absolutely delighted getting back. Uh, Lewis Mayo uh, has uh, come in defence. Kerr McEnroy, who was at Air United last season, on loan in midfield Alan Power is back for a second spell at Rugby Park as well uh, these all sound like really good signings yeah and
3: I would not be surprised if they are in that top six Derek McInnes has been over this course time and time again obviously Aberdeen he knows what it takes in this division to get success and you know I think Kilmarnock are a, a very good shout albeit just coming up back into the, 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 the Scottish Premiership I think they're a good shout for top six
2: yeah yeah Absolutely. Um, that, that's Derek McInnes will have his eyes uh, fixed on, on that possibility, uh, I have no doubt. Um, so uh, Donnelly uh, leaving Motherwell, um, Mark O'Hara has gone from there. So, th- so they're changing things ar- around a little, uh, Motherwell. And they've got European football, I think it's maybe the 21st of July. So not not far away for them in the next couple of weeks, Motherwell <coughs> into, into those European qualifiers. Incredible how
3: these games are. About yeah, now, I yeah. think I said it a couple of weeks ago on the show because I'm not at first hand involvement with the football side of things. Now you forget mm. how quick these things come about, and, and teams are back in pre season and games are already rhyming off games that Celtic or Rangers are going to be playing. Uh, I think the the league cup starts Saturday, the weekend. Mm-hmm. Yeah, me? I've yep. seen one Coyle talking about it. Uh, from Queen's Park's training camp. So these games are coming round. I think that'll be the challenge for for Motherwell, getting into that kind of tournament really early. Uh, These games, I mean, they're pre-season games, Mm.
2: so it'll be tough. tough. But, I mean, and and we do say that year after year, but actually, if you're Motherwell, the minute you qualified for Europe, Mm -hmm. you knew when you were going to be effectively coming back. So so everything has to be geared for that. You have to have your squad as ready as it can be. Because... um, if you can get a few steps, then that European road. There's no point in going in and getting knocked out in one round. You're probably going to lose money. You're going to be going to some place you've never heard of against a team you've never heard of before. Yeah. And it, and it you know no team makes money at that stage. Um, but it's a it, it's just you have to make the most of the opportunity, of don't
3: you? I do. of course you do. I mean that's what they they strive for last year, and and they get into that top six, I think, with that the last minute equaliser or winning goal through Livingston. They got they go into that top right. six. And yep. got into the position to go and qualify for a European tournament. Of course, you've got to prepare. The only thing is, as it, it just comes early, there's not been any competitive games. They can prepare all the games with the friendlies and stuff, and it's 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 a means to an end, getting themselves ready for the competitive stuff. But this is it comes really quick in the season for them. Uh, it will be a tough one
2: the talk uh, around Joe Aribo seems to be getting louder uh, with each passing day um the rumor uh, the to rumor go. machine today is, is saying that he's rejected uh, a contract offer from rangers to yeah. renew um because there's a, there there is a lot of interest. crystal palace were quoted uh, southampton are the latest team uh, these are these are solid english premier league teams these are not bottom of the table teams no um and and you can understand why they would look at Joe Arebo and think he can very easily transfer what he does up here to down there.
3: Yeah, he's a player that I like. He's a player that can make things happen. He's a player that can go past an opponent and open things up with his ability which there's not many of those around. Uh up until the turn of the year I thought he was Rangers best player last season. Mm-hmm. Uh, for whatever reason kind of dropped off a wee bit and then picked up again towards
2: the end of the season I think he was away at the African Cup of Nations that, yeah, wasn't he, he and he back, came, came back never, and he was, yeah. he was shaded he'd shaded off yeah, at, at, he wasn't, at that stage he wasn't
3: as uh, as potent as it had been beforehand as I say I, I had him down as Rangers best player up until mm. then and from a Celtic perspective I was quite you know, happy that he'd mm. came back and dropped off a wee bit but I think he's a player that he's a threat You know, whenever you look at him on the team sheet because he can go past somebody mm. uh can score a goal as we've seen, and you know that it's obvious that the teams come looking then. And has he had his head turned maybe with the English Premiership? Possibly if he's if he's knocked back something there from Rangers, but he'll he'll be a big one to fill. Mm. There that will be a challenge. You know, I think he's been a really good player for Rangers, so I think that will be a, a void that they'll need to go out and and they'll have their work cut out trying to fill that.
2: He's, he's a great combination Joe Rebo isn't he of lots of different things and apart from anything else apart from his you he's know the balance up, and the yeah. poise and the close control and everything else that he's got in the pass that opens things up and the fin- the way he can finish he's a unit
3: yeah and he's been used different play. I mean when Morello's went out there he, he, at times Rangers had him as the kind of focal point mm-hmm. there. I think yeah. who was it they played in Europe I can't remember and they ended up playing up the top maybe in the second half I can't remember who it was yeah uh, Certainly, he's yeah, been and latterly in he's Europe, used he Used in was. different positions, yeah. but I think sometimes, as long as it's an attacking role for him, he's 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 a player that can he can manipulate the ball, he can get past people, he knows what he's doing in that forward area, and he's a threat. He can score. I mean, was it up at Ross County, a fantastic one in the top corner. Mm. He finishes the one in the final as well. I think I, th- I think he's been a really good player. Mm. Uh, and as I say, Gio will have to. Look hard to try and get somebody mm. of that quality to replace him.
2: He's very individual, isn't he? As a as a player, the yeah. the combination of talents that that he has about him, yeah. he's he would be very difficult to he's replace. An
3: entertaining player, yeah, he's, a, he's an entertaining player that people enjoy going to watch. Uh, exciting when he gets the ball in those areas because you know he's capable of doing something. But you know, maybe it's he's, he's been there a few years as well mm. as we touched on in the show before. I think a few of these players, it's maybe an end of a, a, a kind of era for mm. some of these guys you know, to move on. And it's a, a geo team now, a, a fresh look and, and new players to come in.
2: Yeah, Um and if he does go, Joe Aribo, I mean, Rangers are going to make a whacking, uh, even in the last year of his contract, Rangers are going to make a whacking profit on him because he cost yep. just a couple of hundred thousand yep. uh, when he moved, when he great, moved up. Great yeah. bit of business. Yeah, uh, and you look at uh, Glenn Kamara, uh Calvin Bassey, um, all all of these guys were were brought in for very little in the way of outlay, so all are gonna gonna mean profit. But you you kind of want a decision pretty soon, don't you? Because you want maximum time We've been to talking about replace. This,
3: yeah, I mean, uh, two weeks ago or three weeks ago on the mm. show we were talking mm-hmm. about this: Arévalo, Kent, Bassey These guys. Uh, time time is getting on. The season's round the corner. Uh, so yeah, you would you would probably like a decision on that quite quickly. Then you can, you mm. can move. I'm sure things are happening behind the scenes that we don't hmm. know
2: about Geo, we'll be looking at players. There'll know. be contingency plans, Aye, there so will be. But, but that's one big contrast, isn't it, between Celtic and Rangers. Rangers have got quite a few question marks it's going on at the how, moment.
3: It's funny how football works, isn't it? I was talking to somebody earlier on today, Celtic last year, Ange coming in, nobody really knew about him, if anybody. Uh, the place was in a wee bit of disarray after the poor season before. They're now in a strong position. They've now got guys here, i have written down guys, when you're looking for my starting eleven. They've now got a real good, strong squad here mm-hmm. that Ange just needs to go and add little bits to. They seem to be in a really good place this year, and that's only a season after. You know, as I said, I'm using the word this way, They were mm-hmm. in a wee bit of that. Oh yeah. And Rangers won the the subject. Uh, they were in the pole position. Really. They
2: were the champions. They were looking solid. Yep. Yep. So it's
3: it's kind of turned again, uh, in a matter of a season. So it'll be interesting to see how both teams shape up to start this season
2: Simon Donnelly talking football on Glasgow's own Go Radio
1: The Go Radio Football Show with MacklinMotors.com representing some of the biggest motoring manufacturers across Scotland Let's Go, go.
2: Cheers Chris, uh, back in 20 minutes with another update on the traffic and uh, travel. Ask Simon Donnelly any football questions and well, you know, he, he struggles a little bit at this stage of the year. Ask him about Wimbledon and he is on top <laughs> of everything. You've been enjoying that Simon? Is everybody not
3: been I, great. Oh, great. Uh, I know it's great isn't it? Yeah I've been coming in from a football camp and planking myself on the couch to mm. watch a right bit of that. Uh, yeah I love Wimbledon.
2: Cameron Norrie, one set yep. all. Um, is, that, is that in the quarterfinals? I think it is he's, he's, in the playing, quarters, he's, yeah, playing, he's playing for a place, in the, a semi. place in
3: the semis yeah. so once on, so on. he's, he's Scottish brilliant. we
2: can claim him his dad's from Glasgow so All right. it's Cam Norrie so right, we, okay. we, we claim it's, him it has a Scottish sounding name it, it is even though he was brought up in New Zealand or somewhere <laughs> <Right>. somewhere <laughs> far from here but uh, no he's he's definitely we'll take
3: that if there's any Scor- Scottish in him oh, yeah. Yeah, we're taking
2: it he's going to have that saltire draped around his shoulders next Sunday uh, when he wins the men's singles title, well, that's maybe a step too far, but he's had a great year and uh, he is once set all at the moment at uh, Wimbledon talking football on the Go Radio football show. Of course, Rob McLean and Simon Donnelly news uh, from Celtic that Kanemoko Dembele has uh, signed, I think it's a four year deal with FC Brest in, uh, in France. Um, and that feels like uh, feels disappointing because I think we've all been uh, looking at that young man for years and uh, wondering what he could become.
3: Yeah, and obviously the the footage of him when it when he first kind of went into Celtic, you know, fantastic ability uh, at a really young age, and some of the goals and you know in the reserves or whatever age group he was playing in at the time. I think he was maybe playing two or three years below or above himself rather. Uh, And yeah, high hopes. I think Mm -hmm. everybody had high hopes and he got a little taste of the first team uh, two or three seasons back. And then for whatever reason, which I'm not privy to at all, he went off the radar, never really featured. Ange came in, didn't feature, I think he maybe came off the bench once or twice last year. Uh, And I seen him at the, the Rangers game recently at Celtic Park, which the equivalent of a reserve Uh, Celtic Rangers reserves and he was playing and I just thought at that stage of his career you know for the experience and everything I thought he should have stuck out a wee bit more that night and I I, I didn't think he did Mm -hmm. we can all have a bad game or a quiet game maybe that was his night but I just thought at the time you know he's he hadn't lifted it at all he wasn't sticking out that evening and you know he's moved on I wish the, the kid because I think he's got ability mm. and I think this maybe is a good move for him going d- into France a four year wee bit of stability there go and play football mm-hmm. uh, hopefully at the first team level and, and kick on because I think you know anybody that watched them over the years you know was excited mm-hmm. whetted the appetite exciting player to watch you're thinking you know if this guy can get into the, the first team you know wow You know, you see these guys over the the years and sometimes, maybe it's not just ability, maybe it's sometimes between the years, I don't know the kid at all. Uh, Mentality comes into it at times. But I wish him well. You know, hopefully he goes over there and and, and kicks on.
2: Celtic have obviously invested a lot of time and money in Karamoko Dembele, so you would have to think that uh, they're going to be thinking long and hard before they agree to let him go because they would have wanted... Uh, like ev like all lovers of good football and and yeah. Scottish talent coming through, um, they would want to have seen it manifest itself in the first team. Yeah. And clearly, Celtic have got to the stage where they've so- thought it's not happening here. Uh, we're going to take a fee or or however the transfer has been done, yeah. and see how he uh, flourishes in France.
3: Yeah, I think that. And uh, listen, we spoke about the guys in that area of the park at Celtic just now. You know, trying to vie for that, but you'd have expected the kid to have had more game time uh, than he has had if he was going to be a success at Celtic. As I say, we can only speculate because he looked to have enormous ability, uh, enormous skill. But you know, sometimes to be successful at teams like that, C- you need you need a wee bit more. You need maybe that kind of mindset, the mentality there. Maybe he didn't have it. I don't know. I don't know. But as I say, I wish him well. I hope he kicks on for his own career. Uh, I think the French League, you know, is a quite technical league. Uh, I think maybe it will suit him.
2: We hope. Yeah, let's hope so. Good luck to Canemboca Dembele from Brest to uh, Paris and uh, the news at PSG... Uh, Today, I'm just looking at the headline, Gaultier replaces Pochettino. Is that Jean-Paul Gaultier? No, I don't think it is. Um, It is uh, Christopher uh, Gaultier, who uh, has taken over as the PSG coach, a two-year deal. Uh, He left Nice last month after guiding them to fifth in Ligue 1 uh, and a runner-up finish in the French Cup last season. Uh, He led Lille to the title in 2021, So clearly, he didn't exactly set the Heather alight last season with Nice, uh, but he's got a title win under his belt uh, at Lille uh, just a year ago. He's PSG's seventh coach since the Qatari takeover of the club in uh, 2011. So clearly, that hiring is based on what he did at Lille. Did
3: Mbappe pick him? Did he select
2: him? (laughs) (laughs) Probably.
3: Uh, Yeah, listen, it's a. Ach, it's not a poison chalice but the Pochettino getting in there they, they're targeting the Champions League aren't they and they've not quite got there with it uh, there's now speculation that Neymar's moving on as well there yeah. I think there was linked with maybe some of the English Premiership teams certainly get talent but yeah but the kind of holy grail for Paris is, is the Champions League and they've, they've fell short with all the, the money that they've spent and all the, all the quality that they have in their team
2: there's a lot of t- chat about uh, Cristiano Ronaldo and where he's going next he seems to have made it clear that he's not going to be playing for Manchester United uh, next season maybe Eric Ten Hag has made it clear to him that he's not going to be <laughs> playing for uh, Man United Chelsea are being spoken about Chelsea are also being spoken about in terms of Raheem Sterling yeah. at, at Man City so so th- there are some big names flying around this summer
3: yeah always is I think uh, I don't know I don't, I don't see Ronaldo going to Chelsea uh, I think if he moves from Man United, I think it will be out of English Premiership, maybe back to Italy. I think there's been speculation that he tr- would finish it sporting his, his initial club. Uh, the States would be a big pull for him as well. He's, listen, he's still a fantastic player, mm. but he the sands of time, it doesn't stand for anybody. Uh, he's getting older. Raheem Sterling, I think, would be a, a decent one. I think he's still you know, got a lot to offer there. I think he would... A big success at Man City mm. as well. Yeah. And he scored an incredible amount of goals at England as well. Uh, I think he would be more likely for me to move uh, between those clubs. I don't see... I think Ronaldo, if he, if he was to move from Man United, I think the, the legacy there with Man United, I think, I think he would move elsewhere. Mm. Out, out, out. English Premiership
2: we've become used to Raheem Sterling at Man City he's been there so long Gabriel Jesus as well is another another one that, that, like that. Who's, who's gone, yeah, gone like to Arsenal there is a sort of changing of the guard feel there with is. Erling Haaland coming in came in yeah. so
3: are they going to totally change their, their way of playing I don't think so but they're now going to have that real centre forward number nine that they haven't had I like Jesus I think I think he's a right good signing for Arsenal I think mm-hmm. he'll do well yeah Uh He'll be in my dream team. This year. <laughs> okay. I've already got an eye on him. But I, th- I think he's a fantastic mm. player. And, and just with that kind of, they've got that many good strikers. Man City are good forward players. And Guardiola likes to rotate it all the time. Uh, I think he's just will get more game time at Arsenal. And maybe Raheim's still in there. Maybe it is a changing of the guard a wee bit with Holland coming in. Uh, Grealish, 100 million last year. Maybe he'll get more game time at Man City this year. I'd really like him as a player. But yeah, the money that's getting bandied about down there, it's, it's crazy and there'll, there'll be more before the, the transfer window finishes.
2: It's a bit like petty cash up Off. here by comparison. No, that's, that's for sure. Um, just talking about spending, um, somebody's been doing some calculations. I saw a report today uh, saying that Ange Postacoglu has spent nearly £40 million, uh, more than any other manager in Celtics history. Uh, and that all within the space of uh, three transfer windows um, uh, there is an important caveat of course to that Celtic have bankrolled, uh £33 million on the way in yeah. in terms of sales so the net spend is about £6 million which is yeah. pretty incredible when you look at it in those terms
3: yeah but I think his recruitment as well has been real quality it's came in and improved the team they starting in 11 you know and we only have to go back to the, the season before where it never happened for Celtic. You know, the guys that came in, for whatever reason, i seen Barkas in the in the paper this week kind of having a grumble about the fans and there wasn't many fans in the, the stadium at that time. He just couldn't settle the guy, I think. I, I think he made a mistake in the Rangers game. For whatever reason, couldn't settle. There was other ones there that just, it didn't happen. It didn't happen. But this year has been the total opposite or that season there has been the total opposite. You know, I'm looking at guys here, Abada, Maeda, Jota, Hattati, O'Reilly, Jakimakis, Kuyogo, Carter Vickers, Yaranovich, Starfield. These guys, a season ago, never Mm. knew any of these guys. They've come in and really hit the ground running at Celtic and lifted the whole club, won the league. And that's why I think they're sitting in a really strong position now because I think he will, Ange, that is, will go out and add another two or three to that. And that is a really strong squad for Celtic this season.
2: In Ange, the Celtic fans certainly trust, that is for sure. Uh, first chance we've had you on the show, Simon, to, to talk about the, the Jota marathon finally coming uh, to <laughs> an end. It took a long time.
4: I'm a person who, who thinks very meticulous about the time we have throughout the season and the year. So when I'm playing, I'm playing, I'm totally focused on being the best version of myself when I'm holidays on holidays. I just tried to do my things and to put myself on another uh, paradigm and uh, just try to be myself the person that I cannot be during this season. So um, I enjoyed myself. I knew that something was going to happen, but I just kept on, okay, let's just enjoy life now. And when I have to make the decision, I will make the decision. So that's what, what happened. In the end, uh, I had the things in the table and I decided what was the best for me. So that was a paradigm, uh, a
2: meticulous...
4: What
3: is that? What
2: is that? Um, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's putting us to shame there. Uh, and a couple of holidays as well uh, in the course of that answer. Brilliant answer from him. He speaks so well. Speaks he speaks almost probably, as well as I he really, plays. I've never met him. I
3: like I like his character. He seems to be a, a real character. Uh, he was getting stuck there. I think he was wearing his own strip on holiday somewhere playing 5 sides with the locals or some, some pals. Mm. I just like everything about the guy. He speaks really well there, Rob. Uh, but he's, he, he, he can back it up with the performances as well on the pitch. i said it before on this show that wingers at times, you know, they can do all the tricks and the flicks and sometimes don't have the end product. This guy does have the end product. And I think, I think he's... Uh, I think it's a great platform for him to come here and play at a club. You know that he's already a hero at Celtic. He's now got the Champions League. He had the experience of the Europa League last year and the the one below it, the the Conference. And yeah, Celtic get put out both in the end. Uh, but he'll have gained experience from that. He scored a great goal uh, away at Leverkusen, I believe, Was mm-hmm. it left I foot left foot shot yep. that Leverkusen away. Yep. So he's gained good experience from Europe. I think he will just get better. I think him and Carter Vickers both good edges. I think they'll be they'll hugely benefit from that first season at Celtic. Now they know what Celtic's all about. Now they know what levels I think they'll improve. I think it's a, a big signing for Celtic. But again we touched on it there with Dembele and question or speculating why he did not succeed at Celtic. Sometimes there's a bit of character there as well and just from his personality, there mm. and the way he delivers that, and quite intelligent, mm. comes across as intelligent, which is unusual. Too for, intelligent, <laughs> unusual <laughs> for a, a football player. Yeah. But the whole package, I think, he's, he's brought something to Celtic, and I think he's only going to get better.
2: Right, I want you throwing in a wee paradigm when you get in the house tonight, I'm okay, gonna, and see, see what reaction to you it. get. No, well, <clears throat> I've just have done uh, spelling it is a, is the first challenge, right. and then understanding what it means is right. the next one because you spell it P A R A D I G M. I thought there
3: might be a silent something in there. (laughs) There's
2: there's definitely a silent something in it. Paradigm, uh, and it means a typical example or pattern of something, a pattern or a model. Uh, So there you go. My mother-in-law was an English teacher, so I'll I'll,
3: I'll phone her when we get out of here. (laughs) I'll have
2: something for you next week. Yeah. Paradigm. Paradigm, yeah, yeah. Quite a performance from from
4: Jota. You were talking Champions League, um, and so was he. Of course, it's always a trigger for a player to come and play in the Champions League. We have to be honest about that, and um, I'm no exception. It was something that I really liked, it. and to live this moment in this club, everyone kept on saying to me, "Like Jota is something special, so you you better stay stay in Celtic." So it happened. <laughs> so yeah, I'm I'm delighted that I'm here, and I really want to live uh, a lot of good moments with Celtic.
2: There's nothing worse than a producer who comes in mid, mid Jota clip, uh, correcting your pronunciation or connect. Yeah, Paradigm, um, I'm told by producer James, uh, is the correct version of uh, that. So I think Neil Poin completely yeah. uh, for us in the course of all that. Jota speaking there about the Champions League, um, really excited about it. Celtic are excited about it. Um, the draw is going to be interesting, isn't it? The draw will tell us a lot, yeah. but we know it's going to be tough opposition uh, for, for Celtic. Um, what? How much can they improve the squad with the Champions League in mind? Or is that too many rungs up the ladder? You, yes, you <laughs> want to move forward and, and, and take steps of improvement, but, you know... What well, if...
3: I think the team already, as I said earlier, will gain experience from last year. So they were heavily criticised by their defence last year. Mm. But let's be honest, Carter Vickers and Starfelt were just in the door. A partnership in its infancy. Mm. And then they're on the, the European platform. I thought they acquitted themselves okay at times. And then other times, you know, Betis, the roof kind of caved in a wee bit. Leverkusen beat went off. Uh, I think if Beaton stays on in that game, Celtic maybe gets something it's ifs and buts. The game at home against Leverkusen, they had chances. Leverkusen up. I think Callum McGregor slipped or tried to us or something, they go one now. You get punished in Europe. Mm. But this was a this was a defence that was just they were bedding in, you know, it was early days. They're now a season down. I think they had the best defensive record domestically last season. They'll know each other a wee bit more now they've got Joe Hart at the back there <clears throat> the experienced guy at the back they've got a new left back in who'll need to bed in but this t- this is a this is a grown team now mm. you know they're, they're a season down the line there are a couple of European campaigns down the line
2: Bodo Glimt came as a shock though didn't that it? Was,
3: aye but I think Angie actually said at the time that was their worst two performances I think they, they were kind of they looked dead on their feet in those two mm. games they just did lifeless
2: he made a lot of changes for the second leg yeah they, they looked lifeless
3: well. in those games Uh You've Got to give credit to the opposition, but I think he went on record saying they were the two poorest performances in Europe, or the most disappointing performances in Europe of the season. So you can't really have any excuses there, but I think they will come back stronger. I think these guys, the Japanese lads that we talked, we kind of made a joke about my earlier on, but there might be something in that and that they were halfway through a season mm. or they'd already done.
2: looked knackered at times as well, doesn't
3: he? He looked as if he was spent towards the end you know he showed us early on what he could capable of mm. another young player with a, a bright future I believe but yeah he looked spent he looked as if he needed the, uh, the close season to come around so these guys are all coming back you would think fresher, stronger adding one or two players into that the Champions League's a test no matter what mm. you know for, for teams of Nation, mm. Celtic or Rangers it's a, it's a big step up you need to be lucky with the draw but I think Celtic fans would accept it if they if, if they go into the group and, and give a good account of themselves. Now, does that mean qualifying for the knockout stage? We all hope that's the case. Mm. I think that's a long way off. But a quick respectability. Your, quit would yourself. Be good. Yeah. Yeah. Go and do well. Go and do seem to be competing with these teams. Uh and if you're lucky with the draw and lucky on I mean Celtic Park, we've seen over the years Celtic can beat anybody at Celtic Park yeah. on their, on their night so you never know it's exciting times it sure is. it's where you want to be and it's
2: great that you know it's coming you know yes. you're in it yes. because uh, so many seasons of course uh, the Scottish champions have had to scramble their way through one, two, maybe three qualifying rounds Celtic are already there Rangers hoping to get there and then when you think about the title what a battle uh, that is going to be between
1: the big two the Go Radio Football Show with MacklinMotors.com representing some of the biggest motoring manufacturers across Scotland. Let's go!
2: go, 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 go. Tuesday's Go Radio Football Show Rob McLean-Simon Donnelly in the studio and we're with you for another 12 minutes or so uh, looking ahead to what's going to unfold in the transfer market in the next uh, little while. Uh, and when we're talking and thinking about Rangers going into the new season, you made this point, uh, Simon, before we, we came on air. Uh, the the boosts that Rangers have got so far, they've kind of kept what they have, but they do have John Souter, and that's a really top quality de- defender to have. Will they still have Calvin Bassey as the season gets underway? We will find out on that one. But they've got uh, uh, Morelos coming back, if indeed he's not sold, but uh, he's been injured, he's been out. So you you do wonder whether a deal is going to go through before mm. anyone's got a chance to evaluate his recovery from that long term absence. So, on the face of it, Rangers have got Alfredo Morelos back, and you think about the goals he scored over five years. And they've also got two defenders uh, back in the frame, haven't they? Nicola Katic, who was out on loan, Philip Hollander, um, who's been injured.
3: Yeah. Yeah. So I, th- I think these guys coming back in. And- uh, it'll be interesting to see what Geo does as I say, we're sitting here on July the 5th I think it's been quite quiet you know I was mm-hmm. asking you in the break there what obviously Souter's the obvious one uh, know John quite well but they, it's been quiet out with that mm-hmm. speculation uh, there was a bit of speculation last week with Morelos with Seville.
2: they've obviously got re- Goldson re-signed Goldson er- re-signed McGregor
3: re-signed uh, Davis, Davis. Yeah. Uh, which I think similar to James Forrest uh, on the other side of the city. I think these are good ones to have around the place. I think Mm. they've still got stuff. Dave is super fit. Uh, Golson, you know, linked with with teams in the English Premiership. Alan McGregor's the one there that's, you know, coming towards the end of his his time, but goalkeeper and still shows quality. Good ones to have about, you know, good ones to actually have in the changing room when new guys come to the club, you know, to, to just kind of bed them in. Uh, so I think they're they're, they're quite important signings mm. I think for Geo. Uh the next ones are uh, your Arebos your Basses, your Kents w- what's going to happen with them mm.
2: uh, Glenn Kamara as well has Glen been linked Glenna, with yeah. the move to England
3: so these these are the ones that you know as as, as as the days go by and should one or two of them move on we touched on Arebo earlier on These these are big players mm. Rangers have had over the last three four seasons they're not you know, back up, the main first 11 players which would need to be replaced. So, I think there'll be a lot of movement for the Rangers side. I think maybe more than uh, Celtics mm. over the next two or three weeks. I think Celtic are now in a position where they're adding, you know, they're, they're maybe looking at a centre-back, uh, maybe another midfielder. Rangers, you know, it's, it's it went quiet. It, it really depends on who moves on now. I think Bassi will stay. I think mm-hmm. Bassi will stay for another season, at least. Uh, but, you know, the, the speculation about these these are guys that will need to be replaced. You know, it's not a case of just bolstering a squad. These are guys that played first 11 mm. for three, four seasons. Big players for Rangers.
2: I mean, we spoke about Joe Aribo earlier on and the Rangers fans would want to keep him. Giovanni van Bronckhorst would want to keep him, but it may be that, that his time is up. Would the Rangers fans, do you think, be too distraught about the departure of Ryan Kent? Have they had the best of Ryan Kent? Maybe. I, I don't know. I don't. I don't know how they feel about Ryan Kent because his numbers weren't great last <coughs>
3: season. Were numbers they? weren't good. weren't good enough. weren't good enough. You look look at ones across the road. Not good enough for yeah. for Rangers. Uh, goal return. I know he's got the ability there to pop up with. Tremendous goal here or there, but
2: needs to do it more often. And you, your mind automatically flashes to that big chance in the final, doesn't it? The, yeah.
3: Listen, that's that's that could happen with anybody. I think that that.
2: But it's maybe, but it backs up maybe the, yeah, the disappointing ma- yeah,
3: numbers. Yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe it does. Uh, but I think his numbers there aren't they aren't good enough for that particular role for the kind of. The profile of of Ryan Kent, I th- I, th- I think he has to be a lot better than that. So I don't know where he lies in terms of favourite with the Rangers fans, whether they would be happy to see him move on or if they want him to stay. But I think he's capable of a lot more.
2: Uh, and they've paid good money. They paid good good money for him as seven, well. That's a factor. Seven, at least that.
3: Yeah, yeah. At least that. So yeah, I would I would expect more from him. So. I, to answer I really don't know if that would be one that the Rangers fans would be happy with moving moving on or not. But these are guys that have played again, go back to the Brian Kent plays more often than not. Mm-hmm. These guys
2: play, he, he's played a big part in getting to them to the European final. Yeah. There's no doubt. All about these about
3: guys that. have got, like so, Golson, McGregor, D- Davis, Arebo, Morel. These are guys that have all been together for a number of seasons, mm. and that resulted in that final. Mm. You know, they, they were gaining experience year after year. They were doing well in Europe. I think that kind of kicked them on domestically to go and win the league. Uh, two seasons back, they grew together that team, obviously through Gerard and then Gio taking over. So these guys are these guys are going to have to be replaced mm-hmm. as first team players, you know. So that's that's a challenge in itself.
2: One thing that really interests me about Rangers next season is whether uh, Giovanni van Bronckhorst will leave room in the first team squad for Alex Lowry. And Leon King, both players who caught the eye uh, when they were playing first team in the course of of the campaign. They look ready to be involved. Um, But you kind of, if you sign too many players, then sometimes uh, the youngsters are kept out. Sometimes, but see if you're good enough.
3: See if you can push yourself to that bit. You know, and I think Lowry caught my eye last year because I'm an attacking player. I like Mm. to see attacking players. I appreciate that type of player. A bit more than mm. a defensive side of player, uh, and I think he's got a lot of attributes. I think he's got qualities, and I would love to. And I think Gio comes from a kind of culture and a that you know, if you're good enough, if you're old, good enough, you're old enough. You know, it's mm. not. Uh, it comes from that kind of Dutch mentality where you know they they, they bleed yeah. youngsters. if you're seventeen and yeah. you're good, you're in. Doesn't care. Yeah. Doesn't care, and I hope that is the case for this kid because I think he is. A really good player. I think he has got a bright future ahead of him. As I say, he caught my eye for the for the times that he was playing in the Rangers first team. But if you if you're good enough, the guys that come into this squad <clears throat> and the guys that are already there will enhance your game. You'll be working with them day in day out. They send down to you to go and push yourself through. Uh, and I can only ex- can I speak from that experience when at clubs like that. When I was coming through, you know, players you would think you'd establish yourself. Mm. that season and you'd go right back to almost the start the next season because they would bring in other players in your position you had to fight for it again and that enhanced my game as well though because you were playing with good players that came in and I think this kid he looks as if he can handle it Rob Yeah, he looks as if he can handle the situation Uh, and I've only seen him a few times I think he's I think he it would be really nice from because I think Celtic and Rangers, and any club when a, a young boy comes through, you look at Ramsey, will getting his move to Liverpool uh, at Aberdeen, when anybody comes through, Patterson before him, although it was brief, they like to see him maybe playing a wee bit more game time at Rangers before he goes to Everton. But it's great to see a young boy coming through, yeah. you know, particularly homegrown. It's good for the identity of the club, isn't it? 100%. Yeah. You know, and uh, moving forward, he's, uh, for the national team as well these guys get yeah. through so it's it'd be nice to see him flourish mm. and i think i think i think he's got the right manager mm. i think if he shows enough in, in training i think he'll
2: he'll play i think so too a story that uh, before we go a story that that uh, caught my eye today uh, is that John Park is joining the the Rangers scouting team as a, a senior member? The who was at Celtic, of course, yeah. who who was who brought who had a fantastic record in recruitment, didn't he at yeah. Celtic? And and uh, it seems as if he's now popping up at Rangers.
3: Aye, interesting. That's interesting uh, that he's, he's moved over.
2: I think Celtic made a lot of profit, a lot of money. Yeah, on, on the on the on the, the players he when brought. He was in. there.
3: It, listen, it's such an important. It's such an important job, I think, that, mm-hmm. that side of it, the, the scouting and the recruitment. Yeah. I mean, we just touched on it earlier on about how important it is to get the right guys in to go and
2: enhance transform Celtic in the last 12 months.
3: Uh, unbelievably. I mean,
2: can we use that word paradigm? <laughs> paradigm, let's try it. Yeah, let's get it in before we're finished. Uh, we'll mean, try and pronounce it right this time as well.
3: Unbe- unbelievable. Paradigm,
2: last, you mean. Paradigal, paradigm.
3: Paradigm. <laughs> but it is, the transformation's incredible in Celtic. But it's recruitment it's mm. players it's getting the right players in to go and improve your team uh, so yeah John Park going in there yeah, it'll be interesting to see what, what happens that'll probably be for, further down the line mm. if he's just arrived but I would expect I'd expect a, a, a lot of movement with Rangers over the next
2: three weeks just a quick one from you before we go uh, young strikers uh, we'll try and squeeze this in very briefly um, where are they where Where are the young Scottish strikers at uh, Rangers know. and Celtic yeah. we don't
3: really see much evidence we don't really see a lot at all and then that kind of maybe reflects even other clubs on our, our national team at times you know where we have to go and source mm. other guys like Che Adams further down in, in, in England you know there's nothing really that jumps out is I don't know. Celtics seem to produce wide players, midfielders, full backs, Rangers have got the boy Lowry who's probably a number ten yep. in the modern mm-hmm. terms. Uh, I don't know where the centre forwards are. I don't know I don't know why we're not producing. Uh, it's something I've kinda of thought about before. Frustrating because yeah. it, you know, nothing better than a goal scorer coming through and maybe in the next couple of seasons we'll we'll see something coming through but it's always been um, as I say a yeah. fielders or a wide man or a guy off the front If anybody's throwback. got
2: the answer I think let us know because uh, why oh why oh why where oh we, where we oh we where are them. the young Scottish strikers Simon thanks a lot good to Cheers. have you on the show uh, as ever we are back uh, tomorrow and it's Paul with Peter Grant live at five
1: The Go Radio Football Show with MacklinMotors.com representing some of the biggest motoring manufacturers across Scotland Let's go Let's go
0: Service your existing car with us right now
1: and it's worth £500 off your next car.
0: Yes, at Macklin Motors Toyota, we'll give you a £500 voucher off any of our brand new Toyotas when you book in for a service with our expert Toyota-trained technicians.
1: We even have complimentary courtesy cars available, so book your service now and get £500 off any new Toyota.
0: Visit macklinmotors.co.uk or see us at Kenneshead Road, Darnley.
1: Macklin Motors, the new name for Toyota sales and servicing in Glasgow.
0: Valid on services till 30th September. Excludes motability and fleet customers. One £500 pound voucher per vehicle purchased by 31st December.